show more than you can chew I'm your host Tiffany Moore um, I know I've been putting out a lot of content recently and um, I, I just wanted to be more authentic specifically in this you know second season quote-unquote of the show because I want to reflect more of how my mind works and the way my mind works is I'm always bouncing back and forth between, you know, my light side and my dark side. And so much of this process with the shift was to find peace and to reconcile, you know, this deep darkness inside of my body. And that's why I wanted to start reading Manic, you know. I know it's a very uncomfortable book to read or from to listen to but it's so raw and she's so vulnerable in these in the way that she's telling this story these are things not many women would want to talk about you know these darker sexual experiences that they've had but most women have had these experiences and it forms you it shifts you it 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 changes the way you view men specifically because you understand there is such a darkness to so many men that comes out in these ways, comes out through, you know, this sexual side of them that you would have no idea in their regular life. Like a lot of men, this is how they, you know, get their darkness out is through sexual experiences and if we're open and willing to hear the men's side I think we should be open and willing to hear the women's side as well no matter how uncomfortable that makes you you know we're not supposed to be happy and comfortable all the time 
a lot of time we're supposed to sit in the dis the discomfort of what's happening in our surroundings because there's something to learn there. Whenever you feel triggered, whenever you feel uncomfortable, there's something to learn there. There's something, something's trying to show you something there. And we tend to want to escape and hide and do everything we can to get back in this good feeling. Whereas if we just sat in the discomfort and let it be and didn't judge it or try to change it, you know, we could eventually find the tools to help this pass through and like, but the dark night of the soul specifically <clears throat> teaches you how to face your darkness and it will show you uh, the process I had started with showing me every beautiful experience the the most complex and innate side of how we're all connected and not just humanity but to nature as well so a lot of times i experienced the dark night of the soul that was like the f the first real thing that ushered in the shift so the dark night of the soul i would say i specifically remember um sitting in the park and this was just when I had just quit my job and, and was doing this. Actually, it was before I quit my job. I said I was sick with COVID or something because I was just feeling like I couldn't go to work anymore. So I ended up getting like two weeks off because when you were sick, you know, you had to take like so much time off because I was just going absolutely fucking insane. I was like, I literally can't go into this building anymore. So I, I took this two weeks off and I would say it was probably a month before I actually quit and the voice wasn't as direct with me at this point like it was in the, the channeled messages that I'm starting to read to you guys um, whereas that voice is very direct before those specific channeled messages started coming out like writing in the journals like that the voice was very like here and there kind of sparse and and I was still getting to like know it you know and and understand like when it was coming through and stuff like that and and how to focus myself to really be um like a you know channel like a broadcast for it like a you know radio station almost like trying to hone my quote-unquote satellite dish or whatever you know just through like silence and, and meditation you know I could really hear the voice come in so the dark night of the soul for me started, uh, I was just sitting at the park and um, in front of a lake um, and, and water always re represents release. If you ever feel like you wanna, you wanna cry but you just can't or like there's something really like blocking you from something, from experiencing something and you don't know how to process it, go be around water, like the largest possible body of water you can find because it will just force you to release things just be still and quiet and um I was just sitting there and I was looking at all the trees and and the lake and just being so grateful to be in this moment and admiring everything and like oh my god the trees are just so beautiful and the way there's just so many different you know the cascading green 
and just really appreciating all of the nature. And I heard the voice just say like, why do they have to be trees? You know, why does it have to be grass? Why does it have to be a lake? Why can't it just be? And a lot of teachings of enlightenment, this is where I was most drawn to where I don't feel like I could connect with any specific religion through all of the different facets I experienced in this shift. The one I was mainly called to was Buddhism. I felt very, very connected to Buddhism, um, the teachings of Buddhism and Zen, and just that's, that's what I resonated with the most. And um, again, it was, it was for this very short period of time. So like, I don't know a lot of, like, I'm not this person. I'm not a meditation person. I'm not a yoga person. I'm not a, like, a Buddhist person. I'm not, I don't categorize myself as any of these things, you know, like, I don't lead with that. But in this particular frame of time, all of these tools that became useful were just happened to be practices of these types of things, of meditation and of, of yoga and of Buddha, Buddhism. So... I don't do yoga anymore. I barely meditate anymore. Like just to put things into perspective, like I barely meditate anymore. I barely do Reiki anymore. I don't feel like I'm a religious person. Um, I, there's still not any kind of uh, religion that I identify with personally or specifically. I'm just telling you it was for this very specific time. So there's a lot that I, I, I don't really know about. It's just like what I've, the information that has been shared with me so when I'm struggling to like figure out what exactly, it's because I'm not studied on this. I'm not a professional on, you know, like these kind of practices. This was just like specific, cause I'm very, as difficult as it is to believe, I'm a very, very practical person at the end of the day. Like I need practical um, tools and things that will specifically help me in these moments that I need them. And so that's the information that was shared with me. I'm not like this light and love person, you know, like I'm still very much in touch with my dark side. I just know how to be in those waters now and not feel afraid of it. Like I know how to harness that energy for my own progress and for my own well-being. So if I'm struggling, it's because I really don't, I really didn't study it that much. It was just the information that was coming to me at the time. So, so much about enlightenment is seeing nature as these specific things, trees, water, you know, grass, and then coming into this awareness that it's all me. You know, I am part of everything that I'm seeing because I'm connected to all of it. And you, there's no way I could ever put it into words or describe it, the feeling that you have in these moments. Um, but it, it, you go, you experience this awareness and things will come into your life to keep reinforcing that to you, that you are part of everything. And especially the more time that you're spending in nature while you're, you know, having these feelings. And then it all reverts back. You go back to seeing the trees as trees again. You go back to seeing the lake as a lake. You go back to seeing the grass as grass. You go back to eating meat. You go back to smoking pot, you know, like it, you can have this enlightening experience and 
then just come back to reality with this new perspective and this new uh, like view of the entire world and every intricate little part of it and then the dark night of the soul will take you to the depths of fucking hell it will show you all of your fears all at the same time to the point of like I was in such a depression, I, I couldn't even fathom doing anything. Like the idea of getting out of my bed was just uncalled for, you know what I mean? Like I really could not even fathom. You go from just this, oh, such an appreciation and, and, and finding so much beauty in the world and feeling so untapped to it and like you're just, energy is overflowing because you're in this vibe with the fucking universe and you feel it in every cell of your body like you can just feel that you are part of this you are connected to this and you feel connected to every single every blade of fucking grass you feel connected to and then you go into this deep darkness where you understand everything is meaningless which is such a, I can't even explain what a mind fuck that was for me because my whole life up until this point, I, I found meaning in everything because that's what you have to do when you're traumatized. That's what you have to do when you've been through really, really, really the darkness of so many people. So many of the adults in my life showed me what I was supposed to be, showed me what I was meant for, showed me what I was inheriting. And I had to work so fucking hard to not turn into that. People really don't understand. And that's another reason of why I'm reading Manic because I could never in a million years convey my experiences of the darkness in people like she does in this book. There's no way I could ever convey it as thoughtfully, like one, because I can't really access those things anymore. I've, I've, I'm, I'm too much a part of it. Like I've, I've, I've come to terms with that darkness inside of me that it's not like, it's not scary to me anymore. You know, what you find really disturbing and uncomfortable maybe in me reading the book Manic I, it feels like home to me. It feels like home to me. It's not, it's really difficult to explain. It, it, it feels like a past life, you know? And that's, that's so hard to really make people understand uh, how dark and how deep this, I mean, you just feel like you're in a grave, honestly, and, and, and nothing really matters. And then, so in this dark, dark night of the soul, you will understand that nothing matters. This is all meaningless. And the voice eventually told me that everyone on earth has a purpose. Mine is specifically to 
understand the light within myself and understand the effect that that can have on other people and always try to like rise that raise that you know vibration or whatever you want to say in other people and they also told me that it's not just us ascending as human beings into this like higher plane um and to help understand that the fourth dimension is from what i've been told it's just time so the fourth dimension is kind of understanding that time is an illusion time isn't really real the only place in the universe that experiences time is earth and i was also told the only place in the universe or at least in our um, solar system that experiences free will is earth so it was always explained to me like earth was almost kind of like meant to be this experiment where we could actually experiment with free will and see how far people would go and how far other people would go to like the whole point was to experience free will on the planet and to let people do whatever they wanted to do so obviously you can only see so far into the future because you don't understand humanity as we are you know before and after this I, I i'm not saying i subscribe to all of this that has been told to me i'm just sharing with you the information that has been told to me so before and after you know earth we we are light beings we reside you know in in parts of the universe at all times and then like you're on a waiting list and you can come to earth and basically everybody who comes to earth has a role and you know before you go to earth what your role is going to be and the problem is when you get to earth you are like your memory is completely erased so you don't know why you came here in the first place you don't know what your mission was and the whole point of experiencing life is to remember why you're here and what you're supposed to be doing and the other problem is you can get so caught up in this you know 3d world quote unquote that this physical reality you can get so caught up in it and so entwined in it you'll never remember why you were actually here supposed to come here in the first place and that's there's no wrong way to experience this life there's no wrong way because the point is your soul wants to grow your soul wants to learn things so a lot of souls will choose here choose to come here and be part of the holocaust be part of you know what's happening right now in gaza they're choosing again i don't know that i necessarily subscribe to this but this was the information that was told to me they are coming here to experience that because on earth you have this opportunity to expand your soul in ways that you can't anywhere else in the universe um okay <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah yeah uh so back to the dark night of the soul um when I experienced the dark side of the dark night of the soul, I felt like if everything is meaningless, why the fuck am I here? You know, if I'm just part of this experiment, like who cares if I live or die? Like it really doesn't matter. Nothing I do matters in the, like in the long run, I just feel like what's the point of fucking anything? And you understand this on such an existential level that I mean, you will lose everything in your life will lose meaning. Everything in your life loses meaning. And to the point of like, 
when I'm just driving on the road, I was just like, well, if I was to veer into this like oncoming traffic, this semi truck coming right now and just, you know, ended it, would I start over on a new level? What, where would I go? You know, would I, would I be in the same game? Like what, what would happen? And I became so fascinated and curious with that. It wasn't even like concerning to me that I was having these thoughts you know this just felt like I, I'm I'm genuinely curious what's going to happen like will I just show up you know do I have more lives after this and I'm just going to show up in the same game because the whole time um, the channeled message messages started coming through really directly when I was journaling them they talk about it like it's this software upgrade. That's how they speak to you. Like you're experiencing, you know, these technical difficulties and in, in these symptoms, like, but you're, um, you're being upgraded. Your software is being upgraded. You know, it talks very specifically about like you're a piece of hardware. So you can't help but kind of feel like in these very dark, dark depths that like, maybe this is true. Like maybe this is all really just a video game that I'm stuck in. Again, at this point now, do I think that? No, like it, it, it was all just in this very specific time space that all of this information came in. And then you just go back to like normal life, which is fucking insane. Like that's why you have to, they make you um, part of this like surrender that I kept hearing, they make you do extremely drastic things to, sh to prove yourself, to show that you're ready for this. Because in the beginning, all I kept hearing was you can never go back to your real life. You'll never go back to the life the way it was right now. Like they want you to make such a commitment because you're going to see life completely differently than you did before you step into this shift. And so that's why I had to quit my job. That's why I had to do these really, really, really drastic measures and just say, look, I'm going to have zero income because I trust that this voice is telling me the right thing. I trust that this is the experience I'm meant to have. I trust that this is what I'm meant to follow right now. And honestly, at this point, what the fuck do I have to lose? That was it. I mean, my mental, uh, uh, in the pandemic, my mental state was like, I really just didn't see any point in any of this. I really just couldn't find any point in anything or why I was here or what the fuck I was supposed to be doing. Like, I, I very much faced my own death during the pandemic. And, you know, a lot of people who are mentally unstable had a very, very difficult time during the pandemic. And um, so, so much of this process is them like, you have to show us you're ready for this. Like you, you, you can say you're ready for this commitment, but we've seen you try to take care of yourself in the past and it's very short lived. You don't commit to yourself. You don't care about yourself enough to really like take the steps it actually takes to heal yourself and make your well-being the center of your life. You know, you go on these like 
little sporadic things that are, are very short-lived to help your health. But in the long run, like you never really made this commitment to yourself because you never gave a shit enough about yourself to actually do it. So you have to prove to us that if you want to walk this path, you have to really show us what you're willing to sacrifice. And that was just constantly being reiterated to me. Like you will never go back to this life as you know it again. It's going to be very lonely from here on out for a good minute, for a good minute, because everything is completely different after the shift. Everything is completely different. You see people in a complete... One thing that definitely came through to me is I got the gift of perception where I already understood a lot of different perspectives of how people got to the way they did in their life or, or why people made the decisions they did in their life. But now it was on a global, like I could see the perspective of even what I thought was wrong and evil before this shift. Now I see this perspective of like why these people did the things that you just see everybody's perspective and it's fucking maddening because how do you ever like have a conversation with anybody? You know, like it, it just affects everything because people don't want to hear someone defending, you know, really fucked up people. But at the same time, you understand things on a level that you never have before and that most people never will. And it's incredibly lonely. And you have to make that decision. They, they will ask you and make you do all of these things to sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice. Like, do you really want, okay, but do you really want to experience this shift? Because if you do, like, you really need to prove to us that you want to do it. And I was just like, I'm giving my life, like, you know, like I am fully dedicating my life to this because the other option is my last option. That's my very last option. I want that to be my very last option to just end this time on my earth. I want that to be the last option. I want to say I gave it my all. I want to say I tried every fucking thing. I want to say I put my fucking sanity aside to try and have a life that I could actually be stable enough to enjoy. That was it. I didn't have any like huge aspirations of like being a millionaire or getting married or having kids or any of that stuff. I just want a life with stability in my mind where I'm not constantly thinking these horrible fucking thoughts about myself that completely consume me and make me not ever see like everything that this world has to offer to me. Like that's all I want. I just want mental stability. That's all I fucking want. And I was just so desperate for it. I was so fucking desperate for it. the point where like that's all that became important to me anymore
And it's really fucking hard to talk about because, you know, so many people are just living their lives. And they're not taking any risks. They're not putting themselves out there in any way. You know, they're not being vulnerable. They're just living on autopilot. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But I want to experience people. I want to know what makes them who they are at the root of their being. I want to see the darkness and I want to see all the things that make me uncomfortable and angry. I want to experience that. I want to feel it. Because I spent so much of my life running away from this darkness inside of me and escaping and doing the most horror, the most fucking horrific things to my own body because I would just lived with so much shame. I was just so fucking ashamed of being alive, you know? I was just, I held so much shame for all these things inside of me that I just didn't know how to reckon with. And it's so much easier to just say, wow, she's fucked up, you know? Like, she is really fucked up. Instead of saying that a lot of fucked up things happen to me, you know? Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not like all these people were just born fucked up. The world made them that way. <laughs> and we think we're so fucking oppressed, you know? It's a joke. It's a fucking joke. Most people haven't experienced, you know, It's, it's easy to judge people and it's easy to just write people off as fucked up. But these are some of the most brilliant minds that bring us art and podcasts and books and all of these things that wouldn't exist without extremely turmoiled people. None of this beauty would exist in the world. And the fact that we are able to have a glimpse into the lives of these people feels very humbling because there are so many things that we'll never experience that a lot of people go through on a daily basis. The people who are most quiet are dealing with the most pain and they feel like they're doing it completely alone all the time. And the only thing I've ever committed to in my fucking life is being vulnerable. That's the only thing. That is the only thing I've ever committed to in my entire life is just being open and vulnerable and sharing my story. That's it. Everything else I've given up on, everything else I've quit. And I hid, even in being vulnerable, I, I was hiding this part of myself that I'm tapping into now, you know? And it's extremely freeing to be the person you are always meant to be. And it's, it's extremely hopeful. And even though I had to go through and reckon with the 
darkest, darkest parts of myself and actually like look at those things and tell myself I had to take responsibility. I had to take responsibility for the way that I was treating people because of what happened to me. And that's the hardest thing to do. It's like um, in one of the channeled messages, um, the voice told me, uh, you hear that saying like the devil's in the details. You know, what does that mean? You know, the, or um, don't tell the devil you're, you've made plans. Because as soon as you announce your intention, as soon as you announce what you want to do, I want to quit smoking. The devil knows because the devil is you. You know, quote unquote, whatever you want to say, the devil, whatever the devil is, you know, your, your darker side of yourself, your ego, whatever you want to call it. As soon as you're announcing you want to make this big decision in your life, like, guess who else knows? That part of you. And it's going to do everything to keep you from getting to that um, result. But in accepting that, you know, if we want to use these terms that we accept that we're the devil, then, okay, the, the, devil, the devil knows exactly when I'm making any decision because the devil is me. We also have to accept that we're God, which we don't want to do because if that means we're God, that means we've created everything in our life up until this point. That means I came into this world knowing full well that I was going to experience sexual abuse by the hands of my father and other children that he would gather from the neighborhood. I was going to be at the hands of the watching my stepdad physically abuse my mom and verbally abuse me. That meant I was going to have to experience years and years of heavy drug use and addiction and the withdrawal that comes with that throughout all of that and wanting to kill myself over and over and over and it never fucking taking. I would never fucking die and it was so annoying. Like, when all you just want, you just want to leave this plane so desperately and when you can't even fucking kill yourself, do you know how much of a loser you feel like when you can't even kill yourself, when you can't like, even that doesn't work out for you? I mean, it's dark, man. And that's part of life is seeing this darkness that so many people carry in silence and we just write them off as fucked up or whatever the fuck so we don't have to ever like actually dive into that space with them to see where they're at because that's just too much. I'd rather look away, please. I'd rather look away. That's much more comfortable for me. I can't get in there. I can't I can't go down there with you. No, no. No. I'm in my happy space up here. This is this is where I reside. Well, good for you. Not everyone can get to that place. So as much as I practice meditation and finding balance in everything and trying to lift everyone up around me, there's still very much this darkness within me that I've had to befriend. I've had to really understand it and follow it and understand like where it was formed from. 
So in this process, you're accepting that you made all of these decisions before you even came to earth. This was the blueprint. This was the plan. You are going to experience this, this, and this to help your soul grow and help elevate the vibration of the earth because the whole earth is ascending. The whole earth is ascending. This is what I was told. And we all have our own role to play, but you have to make such drastic changes in your life and you have to know the path like you can't just quit your job one day and be like okay let it happen you know what I mean like it's a process and everybody falls into this process in a very specific way in their own specific way because everyone's story is so specific to them and how they wake up is so specific to them that it's really fucking incredible, you know, to think about just so many people having so many just specific things, but you start, you just start seeing the world completely differently. And so I was in the deepest depression, I would say, for two weeks where I just, I couldn't find meaning in anything and, you know, just constantly questioning like, casually in my mind like I wonder if I died like this like you know where would I end up and what would happen in the video game then you know and really just having these thoughts like casually like I was thinking about you know what I was going to have for dinner that night um <clears throat> so the, that is when it came on strongest that's when it started coming on strongest that like you have to surrender. You have to surrender. You have to know for a fact that you have very limited control of the things around you. Um, and we're just going to consistently keep showing you how little control you have over the things in your life. These things you think you have control over, you have absolutely zero control over. And it's fucking pointless to keep spending so much time trying to control these things and think of every possible outcome that could happen if you didn't control these things and this whole thing. So that's when the surrender came through and, and they were just like, you got to show us something. You're going to have to take like a drastic move. You're going to have to leap into this darkness and you're going to have to show us like how committed you are to this. And then I quit my job a few weeks later. And um, so I'm going to now read you the first channeled message that I received um, in my journal. Um, so you can kind of get the uh, understanding of what the language is like and how it's speaking to me. And I think it'll help better bring this um, all together. So yeah, I know this was an emotional one and uh, that's just part of it. You know, like it's not always going to be happy and light and funny. Like that's not how the world is. You, you have to find the balance with all of that within yourself. And you know, that's kind of the point of all of this. So I'm going to read the first channel message. Um, no. Okay. So the first time I would hear this voice as very clear and potent and really understand that it wasn't my own voice. Um, it was about like two or three weeks after I quit my full-time job. And um, if you've ever seen the Artist Way um, morning pages journals, those are the journals I'm using. I have like 10 of those that I've filled out throughout my life. They're huge. 
And um, so this first entry, I had just gotten this journal starting it on December 25th of 2021. So Christmas Day of 2021 was when I started this new journal. And so I just started writing in it in my voice and I started writing, this will be the journal that contains my awakening. I thought I had started this process many times, but it was only yesterday that I realized it is now that I truly take the leap into the darkness. Much of what I have already experienced has been very tethered to ego. And I won't even try to assume that I've kicked the whole ego thing, only to say that what I thought was awakening was a mere momentary pinprick. At first, I wanted to share this entire experience on the podcast. Now I see that cannot be possible, not if you're after something true. You cannot share a genuine experience until you have allowed yourself to fully surrender to the process, which I'm still likely to do. Everything I have worked so hard for, my praise, determination, willpower, drive, has zero impact in this realm. And that's a tough and that's a tough pill to swallow. So immediately after writing that, that's when I entered this kind of like trance state. And and when I do the channeled writings, I'm very much aware that I'm writing. I just kind of feel like I'm out of my body. I don't know what I'm writing. I don't know what it says. And I'm not able to process it quick enough. I'm writing so quickly that I'm not able to really process what I'm writing. So I have to go back and read it to really understand what it was saying. So this is when the the voice um, started being extremely direct. And this was the first channeled message from the voice. And it says, you will be out of your element and humbled quickly and repeatedly. You will be given the same lessons over and over until you lose hope. And that is crucial. You will question your sanity often. If you are under the assumption that fear will be coaxed out of you in every manner, you're getting it. Each time you think that you have felt the absolute worst emotional pain you could possibly feel, the universe will find new and inventive ways to make you feel your shadow until you are too worn down to try anymore. That's the name of this game. We are trying to wear you out. Until your automatic response in any given situation is to surrender to it and accept where you are. Many others are accepting the same life beating right now. Since it's happening on such a significant level, you are all picking up on each other as well. This is to show you the impact you can all have on each other, which is also to say the impact you can have together. It will be a fleeting notion until you finally take it seriously and set up a dedicated practice. Understand that all outside validation will be futile at this time. There is a certain secrecy in this path that must be honored. You must face yourself. There is no other way. There is a deep understanding for you. We validate all of the wrongs you feel. We understand why you have held on to these things. But you must release yourself. What more need you pay for? People think they must control every aspect of their lives. They accumulate anxiety because they try to control that which they cannot. There is such a small, minuscule part of this plan that is actually in your control. It is not your job. All you need to do is surrender to it and step aside. You will notice your ego moving in when you try to control any idea or situation. You must only allow, and this is a practice. It is second nature for you to jump into the pilot seat. We need you on cruise control and we'll let you know if we need you to jump in. We understand the feeling this associates. 
You wonder if you may have finally lost it in ways you very well have. And this is where you experience true peace. Not very convincing, eh? Don't expect difficulty, expect release, calm, surrender. Indulge in silence. Find all that breaks it and acknowledge what fills it. Now you are beginning to understand the intimacy of this relationship, the ways in which you will be nourished. The entire world for your entire life has been entrenched in fear. It is the basis of who you are and it takes time to build something new. You know who you are beneath it all. You are starting to see. The only reality you need cling to is the one you create. It's knocking down this imaginary structure to make the space needed to rebuild. You must wipe out the user interface almost completely to create a new code. And so, in many ways, we have been deprogramming you. You have observed full files completely delete from your hard drive seemingly overnight once you gave over control of them. It's an impressive feat to look over all of the corrupt data you have released in a very short period of time. Expectation overall has been greatly diminished. All of these components needed to be entirely flushed out of your system to move you into the upgrades you are experiencing now. We understand how depleted you feel, but rest assured you are undergoing your most advanced and difficult upgrade of your current year. We will ask much rest of you during these final days of this year. The more you find quiet and stillness, the more you will receive and the smoother the upgrades will go. Understand that nothing is truly found until all is lost. Only, only inquire from within. You will know when you are there. You will uncover many new forms of communication within this realm, now that the veil has been lifted and you are able to see clearly without an attached perspective. Sit in stillness to receive these new thought patterns. Attempt to enjoy this experience even though you feel worn down and defeated. Ask the world to open up to you and she will. Ask for secrets to be exposed and use discretion with what you allow others to be privy of. In many ways, this experience is designed to be difficult to share until a certain period of time has passed and you feel more at ease within yourself. Like any intimate relationship, a bond and trust must be formed through devotion, attention, and expression of love. In many ways, we are teaching you the raw power of unconditional love, which you have never fully experienced. Imagine the greatest love that you can possibly think of in your life. It is only a drop in the oceans of the universe. The unfolding is greatly dependent upon how long it takes for the seeker to allow such a deep love in. You will never fully understand it in human form. The energy would overpower your bodies and you would combust. Many things will continue to fall away from you now at rapid speeds. Any ideas or notions that you once desired will now appear small. The expansion you will be experiencing will cause you to see yourself in ways that you never before. Sorry, the expansion you will be experiencing will cause you to see yourself in ways that you never have before as you continue to release expectation, limiting beliefs and harmful thought patterns, abuse of the self, attaining perfection, feeling as though you were not enough. You have no idea the amazement we have of what great lengths you go to create despair. The only reality there is, is what you create, and this terrifies you, until it becomes what lights you up. The final kinks are being worked out of the current software for the upgrades at the beginning of 2022. While concerns that were previously bothersome to you may still pop up in your mind, you will notice that no feeling attaches to the concerns any longer, so it diminishes at a faster rate of speed. 
For now, you will only be aware of your lack of attachment to them until they diminish completely. The more you ask, the more the universe will show you how all is connected, the more you must surrender to it. It's like a dance, but you must let her lead. This will all feel so much more natural to you now, and your focus will be much more grounded. Now rest. So that was the first channeled message. Hopefully that helps give some insight and understanding of how the voice came through and how specific it is and how it's specifically speaking to me. I think that will help you understand this process a little easier. Um, and yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.